Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Hey, hey! It's your boy Duke Deuce, the Kronk Star, also the king of Kronk, man. And I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Yeah! Alright, so we got the one and only Duke Deuce back off the porch with us today. Hey, hey! What's up, man? What's how you feeling, on? Duke? Man, pretty good, man. I can't complain at all. Bless you. Nah, that's what's good, man. You know, I was surprised to see that you was here three years ago. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like three years. Right. Did it feel like three years to you, man? A little bit, dude. It was <laughs> a it? little bit. I feel like it's been a minute since I've been here. Like, okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was like right when you were really starting to peak. You was going viral over Twitter and everything. Bet. Man, a lot has happened since then, man. Been a long time coming. Yeah. Like, how would you describe, you know, these, these past three years since you, like, really put your foot on the rap game, really entered and kind of introduced yourself to the world, man? How long? What's say? Like, how would you describe like these past three years, this journey you've been on? Ah, man, whole lot of experiences, bro. <laughs> whole lot of experiences, whole lot of change, whole lot of growth and development. Man, look, it's been crazy. It's been yeah. wild. It's been fun. You know, what I'm saying I'm always having fun with it, but you know, come with a lot. Yeah. Do you ever sit back and kind of just like look at how far you've came with your career? Facts. Like, you know, man, I, I could name off so many accomplishments you've already done. All Do you ever the get the chance to sit back and kind of just look at that? Yeah, I be uh, like sometimes I go back on my old music and I be like, bro, I didn't got so much better, <laughs> like in certain areas of my the way I think and all that. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a person all around. You feel oh, yeah. me? No, absolutely, man. So. And the reason I really brought you here, man, is this Crunk Star album. I just told you, like, off camera, man, I'm really fucking with this. So um, I read one of your interviews said you worked on this for two years. Yeah, is that facts. right? Yeah, two years. Um, just consistently in the studio. Um, you know, had the pandemic going and you feel me? So, you know, I've just been really pretty much advancing, trying to progress yeah. with everything. And, you know what I'm saying? Just getting better. Yeah, so yeah, a lot of the, a lot of songs on the album I already had. Oh shit. Like for a while. Yeah. So what is a crunk star? Like what is your definition of a crunk star? A crunk star is a person that's unafraid to be themselves. <laughs> so you know, just shit. I just tell motherfuckers, uh, that's thirty seconds. Oh yeah, we oh, good. We good. <laughs> <laughs> so I just tell I just tell motherfuckers to be they self, man. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of people not living life because they won't be themselves. You feel me? They try to fit in with what's around them. And really, they suffering in the inside. You know what I'm saying? Just be yourself, bro. If you ain't no, no nigga, you ain't no street nigga. Don't, you ain't got to be a street nigga. You ain't got to force shit. Be yourself, bro. 
You know what I'm saying? You're going to feel a lot better about it, too. Oh, yeah. I feel like when people have to, like, portray that image, that shit's got to wear them down. Like, how long can you pretend? Like, come on, bro. Like, shit, I'm not a street nigga. I'm a hood nigga, but I ain't no street nigga. You feel me? Yeah. It's a difference. So when you started working on this album, like, at what point did you realize, all right, I really want to experiment some shit. I want to try some shit besides, you know, just this regular crunk music, this regular Memphis sound. Let me create my own genre of this crunk, crunk well, shit. Well, first off, I always been into different type of music growing up as a kid, listening to rock music with my pops and hmm. shit like that, you know what I'm saying? And I've seen certain comments of people that be like, all he, all he do is this, all he do is crunk music and woo 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 you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, y'all really don't even, don't nobody, they don't really know me, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So with this album, I'm being myself, I'm showing y'all the other side of me, you know what I'm saying, that, that shit y'all don't see, you know what I'm saying, the, the emotional side, the vulnerable side, you know what I'm saying, so, you know, I love rock music, so that's why <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying, hit them with the alternative style, you feel me? Yeah. Now, were you reaching out to the producers, like, man, give me something with that rock vibe, or was it, you kind of just picking through what you had and you were finding this type of shit? So, it kind of happened naturally through Hit Kid. Okay. He sent me the beat of Running Out of Love. Yeah. It didn't have guitars in it. But when I started to like lay my vocals down on it, I instantly went into my rock, like my rock star mode, right? Cause I don't know, it was just something about the way it felt. It sounded like almost like a rock song to me. It just didn't have guitars in it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I laid this shit down and I hit my boy Dante, I found my boy Dante Smith and made him lay his uh, shit down over with the guitar and shit. Okay. Shit was perfect. Oh shit. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of some 80s slash 90s slash two, it's kind of like a mix up of it all, kind of Yeah. rock. Yeah. And you recorded most of this album at home? Yeah, especially when I be on my different shit, like, like all my rock shit, I record this shit at the house. Cause I, I, I be having to get in the zone all the way on my weird shit and like no judgment, no nothing. Just strictly me and that engineer, my boy Pale and just go crazy. Yeah. So when you start sending this music to your boys or to your team, are they ready for this shit? Or did you catch like, them off guard or? Like I'm gonna be 100, like when I did Running Out of Love, I was down in the uh, basement doing this song, right? <laughs> At the crib. And uh, one of my partners heard me, but he was saying to himself, like, bro, what the fuck is he doing? He doing some weird shit, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but then we played that bitch out loud. Nigga knew this shit was A1, you hear me? Yeah. For real. So you announced the release date, and then you know, your boy comes out, your boy Drake comes out the night before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it says, man, I'm dropping. I'm talking about just. Out the blue. I, I can't wait till I can do that type shit. <laughs> when one day, just one day of me saying, I'm dropping tomorrow, and the whole fucking world ready. Like, that's some legendary <laughs> ass shit. Yeah. What did it mean to get that co-sign from him earlier this year, though? Nah, that shit meant, the, bro, that shit meant a lot to me, bro. For real, for real. Yeah. Have you guys talked about doing something? Have you sent them something with an open verse? I mean, Can you even reveal this? I mean, 
I, I feel like it's pretty obvious that we've been communicating. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But out of respect, I kind of like try not to do do talk too much about it. You know what I'm saying? Even though this shit is fucking making me bored, cause it's like, god damn, like <laughs> you come from where I come from, bro. It's yeah. like, bro, like this is straight, bro. Like we potentially finna make something happen eventually. You feel me? That's some life changing shit. I could imagine. What they call them cheat code? No, nah, absolutely. <laughs> like, you go from this level to oh God. <laughs> you right up there. For real. Like, instant billboard hit. For you real. know what I'm saying? So, speaking of billboard, though, man, the song hasn't hit there yet, but just say that. I feel like this is the one for you, dude. Yeah. Like, Larry, when you played that snippet before it dropped, like the night before, I was yeah. like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, this shit's yeah. a hit. Then I heard the whole song. I was like, man, hold up. So, like, what was your creative process when you recorded this song? Did you record it by yourself then at Glorilla, or? Yeah, I, I, re- I already recorded my shit. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think, like, I record song. I think that was one of them songs, it was just natural, like, everything was just coming out natural. I did the song fast as a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Metro Bowman did the beat, by the way. Yeah. He sent that bitch over. I was like, oh my God, I knocked that bitch <laughs> out, bro. Like, and then earlier in the year, like around February 21st or 23rd, one of them days, um, I was talking to my manager and she was like, man, you should get Glorilla on this motherfucker. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, hell yeah, bro. Like, cause I was trying to think of somebody to put on that motherfucker. Glorilla, it's perfect. You know yeah. what I'm saying? This before uh, F and F song oh, really? came out. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. People are comparing it to like a modern day chicken head. Yeah, I can feel that. Yeah, I can feel that because it's like it's got the roasting, the uh, <laughs> what they call it, the uh, battle, the battle of the sexes or uh-huh. something like that. Yeah, yeah, got that type of vibe going. And yeah, of course, the video was definitely, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So when she jumps on it, do you know, like, all right, this got to be the single. This is a hit right here. Or did you have to send it out to people and them tell you, like, nah, this is the one. Nah, I already knew I'll talk. (laughs) I already knew I'll talk. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So the challenge is going on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's been some of the best videos you've, you've gotten back so far? Uh, man, a lot of, I see a lot of uh, young cats from the hood from back from Memphis, you know what I'm saying? I said young cats, like I'm just old as hell. But <laughs> nah, a lot of uh, a lot of my young niggas from the uh, city that really be doing this shit, like gangster walking and shit, mm-hmm. like for real, for real, like they like killing this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I already knew they was gonna be the ones to really go crazy with it. Yeah, when you posted that first, uh, I think the first TikTok that you did with, 
all the other rapper friends were hitting you up like, man, just teach me how to dance oh, God. like this. Like, everybody <laughs> be saying it. I don't think they really want to learn, though, man. <laughs> For real, because this shit, like, I ain't going to lie. Like, this shit kind of like a everyday kind of thing. Like, you got to real deal buckle down. It's like learning to play a guitar or some shit. Yeah. It came to the point where he was like, you don't have to dance for this challenge, man. Because I felt like people yeah, were intimidated. Yeah. Like, what I man, I can't dance for. like Duke. Like, I, and I put it in the caption, but you know, everybody don't be reading this shit. I put it in the caption, like, you, you don't have to do what I do. Do you. Like, y'all can shake ass, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just a challenge. Nah, for have real. Have fun. Yeah. Um, I got to ask you about this I Get Crunk song, man. Which is like a remake of LL Cool J's I Need Love. So was this your idea? Was this something Hit Kid brought to you? Or how did this whole thing get created? Nah, it was definitely my idea. Hmm. Uh, I think I hit Hit Kid up and told him what I wanted. And he, he just did it. He sent it back. That's it. If, if, if I'm wrong, don't, don't, don't be offended. But I know, I, I know for a fact that's what happened. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It was out of my idea though. I've been wanting to do that shit for a minute. I get crunk. I just kept hearing this shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It just remind me of that old gangster walk era, like that Memphis shit, but off the LL Cool J shit. Yeah. Yeah. You, I feel like you gotta shoot a video for that one, man. Yeah, facts. Yeah, facts. do it kind of like the LL video too. Yeah, man. I got some shit I'm I'm I'm, I'm whipping up. Okay. Um, your dad produced a couple songs on that too, yeah. man. Um, Open up. This shit, I feel, when I hear this song, I feel like I'm at like a Rolling Loud or yeah, some shit. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, Was that like your vision when you got it? Like, all right, I, I want to make some shit that I could play at a festival yeah, and really yeah, festival open this shit up. Sure. Yeah, yeah, they going to go crazy off top. <laughs> like, I can't fucking wait. Yeah, yeah that was the whole plan, though. Uh, so when you and the pops hit the studio, like, are you guys together when he's cooking this shit up, or is he cooking up on his own and just kind of sending uh, you packs and everything? Uh, yeah, sometimes we were we were together on that song for sure, yeah. but sometimes he just sends shit and I just knock knock it out. Okay, how yeah. proud is he of you know Come everything on. that you've been able to accomplish here? <laughs> Come man. on, man, like, bro, bro, real proud. It's like, shit, seeing your son, like, walking your footsteps and take it further. This gotta be crazy. Like. Yeah, no, I feel that, man. Um, falling off. Um, so, how did you and Rico uh, link up for this one, man? Oh, uh, man, I think it was the same situation with my manager. She, uh, she thought of Rico nasty, and I was like, "That's perfect." And she, I hit her up myself. And she knocked that bitch out probably, she, I think she sent it back like in a week or two or something like that. Hmm. I was on the ass about like, bro, you gotta do the song, bro. Come on, come on. I was, <laughs> comes and text her, you did the junk yet? And she was like, I'm gonna knock it out on this day. Woo -woo -woo. Now she sent that bitch back, I went crazy. Yeah. Is that one that you had recorded a while ago? Cause I remember you, did you play that Rolling Loud or did you play it? Um, I know you previewed it somewhere. Yeah, I, pre I previewed it at Rolling Loud. Okay. Yeah, for a fact. So what was the reaction, you know, when you preview a song that this giant crowd has never heard before? Yeah, them motherfuckers, bro. <clears throat> when I tell you, bro, them folks went nuts, bro. Like, motherfuckers was crowd surfing. I'm seeing motherfuckers slam a, a dumpster. They slamming a dumpster on each other. <laughs> like, just raising in that bitch. Yep. 
<laughs> that shit feels so crazy, bro. Yeah. So, for people who have never been to a Duke Deuce concert or, or like a festival and seen you there, man, like, what should they expect to see, man? Because I know you're doing Rolling Loud um, yeah. in a couple weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. They should definitely expect a fucking movie. Like, when I perform, it's a movie. Like, you ain't got no choice but to be toned in. You ain't even got to fucking know me. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be hypnotized in that motherfucker for sure. Yeah. Because of my energy. Yeah, and I feel like those, you know, those festival stages, they're, they're perfect for you because you got more room to work with. Yeah. You can go ahead and hit them dance routines, man. Yeah. You got room, you got space to really turn up where, you know, maybe in a club, that shit like kind of crowded. You ain't yeah, got too much room, man. The clubs be kind of like, yeah, too crowded. Everybody want to be on stage and it'd be crazy. Yeah. Um, how crazy does it get in the crowd? Like, is this like mosh pit, like people trying to knock each other out type shit? Somebody like at the festival? Yeah. I mean. Or is it more peaceful? Like just people just turning up in their own world? It's definitely chaos. <laughs> <laughs> That's the shit I love though. I love that shit. But nah, ain't, ain't no peace in, in the crowd. <laughs> but then again, you know, I feel like it be certain sections though. Hmm. Like most of the time, them, them motherfuckers that's marching, they be in the middle sections of yeah. the, you know what I'm saying, situation. That most of the people that just want to see the show, they be in the front <laughs> or off to the sides and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, considering what happened at Astro World, does that kind of change, like, just how aware you are when you're on stage then? Just making sure it doesn't get too out of control now? Yeah, I think that affected everybody. Because, like, damn, don't nobody want this shit to happen. Yeah. Now. You know what I'm saying? A nigga might honestly not see that shit going on, though. If that shit happened, that shit fucked up. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, you and Juicy J, man, flip the switch. Just kind of talk about that relationship you guys been able to build over the last couple ah, of years. Yeah, man. Juicy, that's my guy, bro. Like, he real cool and, you know what I'm saying, open arms all the time. Like, that's my guy, bro. Like, shit natural, of course. Yeah. That Memphis energy. You know what I'm saying? How inspiring or motivating is it to get that type of love from, you know, a pioneer from your city, man? One of the goats of Memphis, man. Come on, man. This shit crazy. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I don't know, bro. I can't really describe it in words how I really feel about this shit. Because it's like, bro, nigga was a baby. Like, <laughs> a little boy seeing these folks on TV. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And now it's my turn. Like, I feel like I got the torch, you did? Nah, for real. Which I do got the torch, though. Yeah. Hey. What was your reaction when they hit you up for the verses, man? It was like, man, we need that, that I type like, of energy. Yeah, hey, <laughs> bro, I was turned as fuck. It wasn't much going on around that time, no way. Shit, I was ready to go. Out of there. <laughs> I say you kind of stole the show, too, man. Your performance on, was. Man. That's what I do. That's what I do. Have you guys ever talked about like doing a collab EP or anything like that? We know you got plenty of songs probably sitting in the uh, cabinet. Not necessarily EP. But okay. We, we have um, talked about, you know, beats and shit like that. I'm still waiting on from Paul. Come on, Paul. Tighten up, yeah. man. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um, Money Bandana. I remember when you played this shit on your IG and you was like, who should I put on here? So, how did you end up with Doughboy and Babyface Rack? Man, I just simply hit them up. Hmm. Like, matter of fact, no, I previewed it. I previewed it, 
put it on my Instagram. Doughboy hit me. And I think Baby Babyface Ray DM'd me, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And was saying he wanted to hop on that motherfucker. So I sent it to them both. And they knocked this shit out. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's love. Got to do that more often, then. Um, animosity, you and Yachty, man. Um, just kind of speak about that relationship and, you know, all the support he's showing you throughout the years. I feel, I feel like when I first came around, like through the QC family and shit like that, Yachty was, I don't know, he just, he, he kind of gave me like a, a, a brother energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I was kind of under his wing, like almost, in a sense, but not really. You feel me? But bro was just humble as fuck and cool. And we were just, shit, linking up doing music and shit. That ain't, that ain't even the only song we got together type shit. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, cause he shared that text message where he hit you up, was like, Duke, you deserve to be so much bigger than where yeah, you at, man. Yeah, bro, that shit was crazy, bro. Yeah. Um, damn, I wish I wrote it down, but there was one song you started off where you like, um, as sometimes you kind of get like discouraged with this rap shit, man. Yeah. I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh yeah, love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarona, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. So what keeps you going? What keeps you from not saying, man, fuck this shit, though? Man, that dog in me. Yeah, I got that dog in me, bro. That shit keeps me going and shit. I know I got mouths to feed. My daughter. Come on, now. She just made me go 100% every time. You know, so... I can't stop. Yeah. Cause if I stop, shit, I, I'm, I'm. What I see, what I see, where I see myself stopping, is scary. I don't want to go back to that. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. No, nah, that's real, man. For real. What has being a father taught you about life? Oh, man, like pretty much like motherfucker ain't gonna always be perfect. You know what I'm saying? You kind of learn it growing up. Like, you'll be thinking like, damn, am I doing a good job? Like, hmm. am I doing enough? Am I uh, not doing enough? Like, it's like, you feel me? You have all them type of thoughts because you want to be, you want to be a good parent. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I don't know. But then again, it's like, I have conversations with family members I, I talk to my pops. Like, nah, man, you, you good. You know what I'm saying? Like, woo, woo, woo. And then I go back and look and see how my daughter is. And she, she ain't tripping on nothing. So what I'm tripping for, you feel me? Like, she loved me the same way every day. Yeah. Now that's love right there, man. Yeah. yeah. So do, is there a personal favorite song that you have on this album? Or does that kind of change each day depending on what mood uh, you're in? I think right now I'm alive again, my favorite okay. song. But I do be going through different modes where I might feel a certain way and I'm listening to this song the most. <laughs> like, one point I believe the flip the switch a lot. Then yeah. one point, running out of love, I'm alive again, money bandana. Like, I don't know, I'm kind of all over the place. Yeah. Um, your pops produced that one, right? 
I'm Alive Again? Yeah, yeah. So what was the inspiration when you sat down and uh, did that song then? Man, I don't know. I think, I'm trying to think, did he do the beat before we linked or what? But, like, but we was all in the studio. It was me, Pops, and DJ too. Oh, shit. And, and I was just kind of like, I was leading the situation like, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like on what I want and shit like that and had them to scream in the mic with me. Pops was in the background too. <laughs> just couldn't really hear him. For real? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was fun as fuck. Yeah. Um, I think it was Wicked that told me like, when you're in that studio and you're recording, you like to have everyone in the booth with you. Is that right? Yeah, I, I feel like I kind of started this shit. Like, a lot of people Yeah, I want to say, I never heard of that before. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. everyone's like, oh, be quiet, he's recording. Yeah. Nah, you like, man, get in nah, here. Well, nah, not while I'm recording, though. Like, yeah, when I'm recording, I'm just recording. Like, yeah. but, like, on film, though, I feel like I was kind of like the guy to do that a lot. Like, as far as a video. Okay, yeah. Freestyles and shit like that. I even did it in Crunk Ain't Dead. Mm hmm. Um, so, what video should we expect next? I don't know. Hmm. You don't have anything tucked away yet? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see, huh? Yeah, facts. Got to. Deluxe or no deluxe? I mean, you gave us like, I think, 20 songs or close to it, right? I'm not sure about the deluxe yet. Okay. I, I would like to drop a deluxe, but hmm. I don't know. Was it? Because really, I'm gearing up for something else. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm really going into a, a different mode, hmm. so I ain't no telling. Okay. Was there a lot of songs that didn't make the album from these sessions that Hell are kind of yeah. like still on this? Plenty of songs that didn't make the album. <laughs> Shit. Probably over 15, 20 songs. Okay. So deluxe is possible. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> Say no more, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you started doing these gym videos, these workouts, man, did you expect them to go as viral as they did? Yeah. You already knew. It was huh? already planned. It was planned. Okay. Like, I'm like, bro, I'm, I made the, I, I, I came up with the shit. And it was, the whole point of the shit was to go viral. You know what I'm saying? And it did exactly that. <laughs> Easy. Nah, that's, them shits was so fucking funny, man. We was posting them, getting crazy feedback. Like, what the fuck is this man doing? Yeah. And gangster walking on the treadmill. Just, just coming up with shit that I don't see other people doing the way I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, we, I understand you were good friends with Keed, man. Yeah. Um, can yeah. you just kind of talk about, like, uh, your relationship with him? And, like, what type of person was he away from the music, man? Man, bro. Me and Key actually, bro, we had a, we had moments where we really like vented, like got shit off our chest, you know what I'm saying? Just talking about the shit that's that we deal with with this music shit, you know what I'm saying? Like I was able to call him and like, and this shit crazy. He like hell yeah, I be going through some of this same shit, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? We had, we just had a a, a real tight connection even though we wasn't always around each other because I was doing my thing, he doing his thing, but mm -hmm. we were tight though. Like, I know, I know if, if it came down to it, I was gonna ride for him, for sure. Yeah, man, long live Key, man. That shit came out of nowhere, man. Yeah, that yeah, shit was wild, man. Key. 
Facts. Yeah. Um, have you been surprised that like Crunk Ain't Dead, how often this shit gets played at basketball games, football games, or it's become pretty normal to you at this point, man? Um, it's, it's like I do be surprised at some of them. It depends on where it's at, you feel <laughs> me? But, you know, I appreciate it every time. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my shit. I worked hard and <laughs> y'all fucking with me. I, I, I appreciate that shit. Yeah. NASCAR. What the hell was this about? They called you up and was like, dude, we need you at this event or? Bro, I don't even remember, bro. Like, <laughs> I thought that was the most random shit ever. It was, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was random as fuck, bro. But I was all for it, though. You feel me? I don't, I'm not sure if that was my idea or if they reached out or if somebody on my team. I think it might have been the team. It might have been label partners or something. It was like, yeah, I think they were having. I think they hit, hit us back like on some, we feel like Duke should do this. We should get this set up where he could do this and <laughs> woo get in the game. And you know what I'm saying? And yeah, that shit was dope. Yeah. Are you a big NASCAR fan? Um, I really wasn't, bro, but I'm, I'm starting to get in tune now since I had the experience and met some drivers and shit like that. And I'm kind of like, okay, I'm starting to, to pick on who I want to <laughs> want to win and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. No, that shit, wow. Like I said, that was like the most random shit. Like, how the fuck do, do they announcing you there too? It's not like you yeah, just popped yeah. up. I wasn't even expecting that shit. <laughs> Like, I wasn't expecting this shit. I was like, damn, I'm a real star. Yeah, you're an honorary guest, man. That's hard. Um, what's, what was it like performing at the Grizzlies game? Crazy. You know, that was my, I actually performed at the Grizzlies game like twice. <laughs> what up? This is Torrey, host of the Hard to Earn podcast. And if you're a fan of music reviews, then be sure to check out and subscribe to Hard to Earn. When my partner Bonesu Thompson and I review your favorite new albums and classic albums on pivotal anniversaries, you know, 10, 15, 20, etc. We review track by track, rating from one to that elusive perfect 10. It's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip hop, powered by creators. But the first time I wasn't on the flow. Oh, for real? Yeah, I was like somewhere in in the stands almost like oh, in the middle and we was like we was mobbing to this stage they got near the in the stands okay you know like saying? where the dj be at nah the dj down i think the dj down near the floor on the floor okay. somewhere but nah this was like kind of like up top in the middle section yeah, yeah. but yeah, the floor was a big difference. I was able to really go crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, especially with them having such a great season, too, man. Yeah. I know them crowds was going crazy, man. Come on, man. Yeah. Um, I, I saw the video you posted of, um, you know, you ran up in the parking lot, heard mm. them playing your music. Yeah. Bro, like, how so crazy bad. is that? Bro. Do you experience was, that a lot, or is that still just a luck nah. of a draw like, type yeah, I, shit? Sometimes I do hear people playing my shit, but not like in a situation where I could walk up on them and, you know what I'm saying? I might hear my shit like they might plan to ride by or something, going another direction. But, man, we in a, a, a whole nother city. We traveling, like we on the road and just start to go 
take a piss and get some gas and <laughs> boom, somebody blasted my shit. They ride by. I'm looking for the car. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> then I'm like, I'm finna go try to find them, but they, I ain't hear the music no more. <laughs> so I had, I, I was like, damn. I was like, fuck, I was finna get back in the truck. Or just, nah, I was just finna go back in the store and just go on by my business, take care of my business or whatever. Then I heard them motherfuckers start playing again. So I'm like, I peeped it out, was a little white car, walked over there and shit like that. And I just stood up in the window and started nodding my head to it. I like, yeah, this shit hard as hell. Like, <laughs> you was like, who, who you listening to? He did like a double take, yeah, like, wait, what? Take, like, he turned the music down, like, like I need to hear him, like, the fuck? No, that, that's love, man. That's, that's, you know, that's support you can't buy right there, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How oh, would you describe, God. like, your growth as an artist, you know, from when you first started rapping up until today? Man. Nigga, ten times. Ten times greater. Like, I started off. Man, when I think about this shit from back in the day, I'm like, bro, that shit was lame as hell. Like... <laughs> This shit that ain't nobody really just never heard like that. I be thinking this shit whack as hell. But shit, my family and shit that heard this shit, they, they still like this shit. But I'm like, hell no. Shit garbage. <laughs> shit trash as hell. But nah, bro, like, now I feel like a lot, I got a lot of meaning to my shit now. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've been through a lot and experienced a lot. You know what I'm saying? So. The uh, direction is more, I want to say, mature or I don't know. Yeah. Like, How much do you think the pandemic kind of slowed you down? Man. Because you was that, on fire when this shit started. Man, this shit slowed me down a lot. A lot. Because a lot of your music be played outside. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You can't enjoy Duke Dudes on a, in a pandemic with the crib. <laughs> like, Unless I purposely made music for that. Yeah. But around that time, hell nah, I was on Five Crunk Ain't Dead. Hmm. You feel me? So, yeah, that shit slowed my shit down a lot. That shit hurting me. But you know, just because you, what what I say, just because I ain't, I ain't, just because I fell back, that don't, that don't mean I fell off. Yeah. So, bounce back. Nah, that you did, yeah, man. Yeah, it's that dog. We gonna get another album this year, or are you gonna let this one ride out? I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I don't really like to say what I what I'm what I'm doing exactly, cause you know what I'm saying. We 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 focus on something else right now. Okay. Yeah. Outside of music, you working on anything right now? Hell yeah, I'm working on a lot. Yeah, I got got some little shit in the bag, man. You know what hmm. I'm saying? Some good money moves. This shit I'm working on. So, you know, I ain't going to really expose it until. Nah, just wait till it come out, yeah, man. until it come out. Yeah. What's some advice you would share to the youth coming up right now, to the new generation? Um, so pretty much, man, you know, stay consistent. I say this shit all the time. Stay consistent. Uh, for the most part, be a conk star, which means be yourself. You know what I'm saying? If you want to think outside the box, don't let no... No motherfucker tell you anything different, you feel me? Yes, What's your thoughts on the wave coming out of Memphis, man? You boys have had it on lock. 
these last couple years. Man, and I kind of feel like it kind of started with you, too, man. Yeah, this shit getting crazy, bro. No cap. And it's only finna get worse. Like, the shit that's coming, bro. I know some shit that's finna come. This shit mm-hmm. finna get crazy. Yeah. Motherfucker better get ready. Real shit, man. What type of impact and influence would you say Memphis has had on the culture and on the rap game, too? Man, Memphis influenced every goddamn thing. Shit. I mean, of course, you know, it come, I guess rap comes from New York or whatever, but Memphis, boy, we just got so, we brought a lot of flavor to the industry that a lot of people done been able to eat off of. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like everyone want that Memphis sound right now, too. For real. Man. Memphis yeah. or, or they going to do the Detroit shit. Yeah. That's Detroit true. going crazy, too. Yep. So what's next for you, dude? Anything you can reveal, man. Man. But we know Rolling Loud in a couple weeks, right? Yeah. They gonna put you on the bigger stage this year? Yeah, it's definitely gonna be a bigger stage okay. for sure. Yeah. Come on, that's 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 mandatory. Oh no, you killed that. I mean, I feel like that that last stage though, man, it was like you had that bitch packed though. Like yeah. the crowd was in bro, there. Bro, like I'ma tell you something, bro. The the crowd got bigger once they heard me on the stage. I feel like it just attracts them. Like, they got to be like, if they don't know who you are, they're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, <laughs> like, the shit was like this, maybe, like, in a big way, though. This shit was like this, then when I started performing, that motherfucker just did this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> By the time I paid attention, bro, we had that bitch packed out. Yeah. <laughs> How many people run up to you daily and just say, what the fuck? Bro, this shit, oh, my God. <laughs> And I hear all different type of versions of it, too. <laughs> Everybody can't do it. Most people be like, what the fuck? Like, nah, you ain't supposed to use your hot pitch before you're supposed to scream it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They be thinking that I be saying it like that in the mic. Nah, I just be, I be yelling at shit. <laughs> uh, did it take, was it an easy adjustment for it? Like, you know, getting used to people running up to you in public like that? Yeah. Yeah, I ain't really never had an issue with it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys, shout outs you want to give before we wrap it up here, dude? Man, shout out to the team. Shout out to the family, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Triple M. Shout out to the city, man. You hear me? For real. Shout out to the label. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to God. God. If you're broke, just say that. You got animals, just say that. Don't want smoke, just say that. Hey everyone, Pananana. my name is Odessa and you are in tune to Reasonings with Odessa. Now, if you are looking for something that is going to give you all access to Caribbean and African pop culture, this podcast is for you. Reasonings with Odessa is brought to you exclusively by Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip hop and powered by creators.